1: Are you looking for a podcast where the hosts keep it real? Then add the Let's Get Cancel podcast to your playlist. This is the official podcast of your host, Casual Ninja. Join Ninja and his co-host as they discuss all kinds of topics. They discuss dating, current events, life in New York City, and a whole lot more. But be warned, Let's Get Cancel is extremely entertaining. The Let's Get Cancel podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, Google Podcast, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, and
0: Pocket Cast. Add the Let's Get Cancel Podcast to
1: your playlist right now. Let's Get Canceled Podcast. Yo, it's the world's most dangerous podcast. Let's Get Canceled Podcast with Casual Ninja and Born Trucker.
2: What to do, people?
1: Today's topic, keep your friends in your pocket. Uh, trucker what do you think that means so for the folks who don't know what that phrase means? Well, friends are like
2: commodities or like like something you can trade in for uh a higher value so to speak um it's weird when you talk about friends in general because What you think friendship is when you're in kindergarten, grammar school, middle school, high school, college, it's constantly changing and evolving. Facts. You know, if you watch TV shows and listen to what I think is a small percentage of people that can claim they have friends just from high school, that's a small percentage of people. That's true. And even smaller when you talk about people I went to college because a lot of people just don't go to college. That's true, But too. What do you mean by friends in pocket?
1: Well, it means everybody is, is okay with you as long you're not doing better than them. And being like, once they find you doing better than them, that's when maybe insecurities will kick in. They might feel you think you're better than me. You know, the jealousy will kick in. You know, just... All types of irrational thinking that will occur that shouldn't happen because you guys are supposed to be boys. It's like a win for me is a win for you. At least that's how it's supposed to be. But you know, some people feel like, oh, I'm supposed to be there, not you. You know, all all type of ish. So it's like at the same time, your friends to a certain level. Mean like as I don't know. It's weird, too. Like, in a backhanded sense, it's like, we're friends as long as you don't know how good I'm doing.
2: Well, yeah, we're friends as long as you ain't doing better than me.
1: Yeah. Which makes the whole term friendship a contradiction.
2: Well, but then, I wouldn't really call that a friend. That might be more like a frenemy. But, you know, it's always the people out of closest to you that are willing to screw you over the fastest. Yeah, I've noticed that. Which is why... In life, you're really supposed to separate things. Yep. You know, like your friends at work. You don't mix those with the friends that you hang out with when you're home. Nope. Or if you're into some type of sports, you don't mix those friends with the people you hang out with at home or at work. You got to keep things separate. Everything has, everything's got to play its own position. Because some of the friends that you work out with, may find some type of conflict with the friends at work. Of course. You know, the friends at work may find conflict with the friends you hang out with around your way. You know, imagine being a cop. And you got all these buddies on the job, right? Mm -hmm. Well, how well would they mix with your friends
1: from around the way that smoke weed? Well, they wouldn't. (laughs) Especially, especially... I mean, don't mean you smoking (laughs) the weed, but these are your friends, and
2: don't get it twisted in the thinking. Just because you are a cop, don't mean the people you hang around are all gonna be um, law-abiding citizens. Of course not. But you know, you got you got to watch who you who you're around in general because people are always gonna try to give you lip service.
1: Well, see, it's, fun, it's funny you say it, too, because remember how, Remember a few weeks back you said, I believe in the word love is the same way I believe in the word friend. Because if I called you a friend, I really had your back on anything. If you needed money, advice, assistance, anything. If you called me a son and I considered you a friend, I got your back. That was just me I got coping. it. But a lot of people that I call friend. Didn't have your back. Well not do the same for me. And I, I'm, I'm going to give you an example. I'm not mad at him for, for you know, because he told me in advance, you know, way before that he don't give out any bread. But I was just thinking, like, yo, like if we're supposed to be boys, you can look out some kind of way.
2: No, nah, but see, he gave you his bound. Ba- he gave you his boundaries from jump. We could be friends, just don't ask me for no money. No, no, I know,
1: I know. And the thing is, like, yo, it's just like if, my thing is, if you know me. And you know I'm good for it, cause I can at least I can say to this day I owe nobody no money. I don't. I was never the type to ask. If I asked, I really needed it. He's never asked me for nothing either. But if he did, I have his back. Why? Huh? You're fucking up the foundation,
2: fam. Like, why mm-hmm. would you do that? He don't lend money, so he don't want no money to be lent. No, no. I'm talking about not even just money, just anything else. Well, that's different. You know, if you need a ride, I got you. You know, you want to hold a video game, I got you or something. But if he told you from jump, I don't give out money, no well, matter what position you find yourself in, you just know
1: this dude, I can't get no money out of. Well, it's funny because he said the same thing for his girlfriends, but he changed his mind when he came to his girl. You don't understand that dynamic? Yeah, she's, she's a girl. They fucking <laughs> Okay, then. No, because my thing is, like, if it's, like, a real emergency, bro, like, you want to break your rule, like, even if it's just, like, a real, like, emergency. Nah. Damn. It's called having standards.
2: True. If I came to you and was like, yeah, I don't let money out, I don't care what it is, if you got locked up and you need to bail money, you need to go ask somebody else. I ain't
1: got it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the story, so... I think I just lost my job or I just started a job and I want to pay my rental time. So I couldn't, um, I didn't have enough. So I called up my friends. I didn't, any, any friend I called, I never asked them for the full balance. I said, this is the situation. Oh, this much, whatever you can spare, it'd be appreciated. I don't care if you gave me a dollar. It was just something. It was just, I guess it was like a loyalty test. It wasn't like a, it wasn't a test at first. We're just like, yo, they always say you can tell who your friends are when you, when you need them the most, type shit. So and everybody gave me the most they had. Maybe it was twenty dollars, fifty dollars here and there. And I, I, I called him, gave him the same scenario, and you know, and he was like, "Nah, I can't help you." And I was like, "Bro, I'm not even asking for the full amount. Whatever you can spare, it could be a dollar." And then he he kind of contradicts himself a little bit. He said, "Nah, if somebody asked for money, you know." I, you went from saying I, he don't give out money to, if I had, if I did give it to you, I'd rather give you the whole thing. I'm like, if that's the case, give me something. But he didn't give me anything. So I was just like, wow, bro, I, I don't care if it was just $20. Just show me that. Like, the whole point was like, yo, show me that you actually got my back. So like, I don't care if it was $10. You gave me something. But, you know, he didn't give me shit. So I was so does that cool. make him less of a friend? It don't make it don't make him less of a friend, but just like damn, I feel like in a life of that situation, especially if it came to finances, I don't think you got my back. Because I, but see, I,
2: but see, the part that's confusing me is he told you from jump, I don't give money out. Yeah. So I don't care what your situation was. He should have been the last person you asked. He was the last person I asked. But. If he told you I don't lend money out, who's breaking the rules? You and him. No, it was definitely me. But to me, it's no buts. It's no buts. No, no, but to... no I mean I it sucks. It. But he, he again, he put what he he put what his definition of friendship was, where he draws the line. Yeah, like I, right, um, I got a, I got here's a story. Um there's a young there's a woman, and this woman has a relative mm-hmm. and in the past she's helped out financially, okay never got that financial assistance back right All right at that point in time stated well, I'm never gonna do it again okay comes up recently this relative needs another assistance with finances was told whatever you give me I'm going to give you at least half of that back come the end of the week I promise I swear I got you just I just need this help right now I'm in a position please 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 they went against their own standing, which was I'm not doing it again Mm. did it again so, my question is, based on the story I gave, do you think they got half of that assistance back at the end of the week? Nah. Exactly. And what would that do to that, that, that relationship based on that? Well, damage. It would damage
1: it, to be honest. Exactly. And this is a relative. Now, I got, I got a true story for you. I got a friend of mine. He's bad with money. I didn't know that at first, but he came to me a few times. I gave him some bread, and this is this was last year. I don't know. I, I, I don't ever told you about it. The most I ever gave him back was a thousand. Most I ever gave him was a thousand dollars in one shot. I never told you about it. He gave it back to me, and he he, he even gave it back to me when he said he would. Any amount of my money I gave back to him, I gave him, he gave back to me. He currently owes me $130. He's gonna pay me back, he's gonna pay me next week. Now, when I get my money back, I'm not gonna let him no more money. Why is Why that? Not? It's not the fact, it's not because of the fact he didn't pay me back. It's the fact that he's too comfortable coming to me now. Cause and that was only that was only in the past month. Mean like, okay, you can't like he just constantly comes to me for real. I'm like, bro, I was like, nah.
2: Right, but see what all right, see, you you you've got a win situation there.
1: That is now, true. if he if he
2: was loaned up to a thousand dollars and paid it back, and all you took back was a thousand dollars, you was the dummy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You should have said, all right, bro, I'm gonna give you this thousand dollars, but I'm want twelve hundred back. Why? If he if you're the only person that he can go to to get this bread, that means you'll find his finances is fucked up. That means he can't go to a bank. He can't go to a personal lender and get that money. Oh, no, he does. He Wait, Hold on. Bread. Hold on. <laughs> but everybody else that he goes to institution wise, what are they going to charge him on what he owes? Oh, interest. Why you ain't charging him more interest? But see, this is the problem with friendship. Friends have a tendency to take advantage of each other. Because if I go borrow $1,000 from this financial institution, they're going to want $1,200 back. Mm -hmm. Then they're going to want their $1,200 back at a set amount of time. But if I go and borrow this from my friend, they might be a whole lot more lenient on me not making a payment all the time, and they're definitely not going to charge me no extra interest. So I got to wonder, if some, if you got a friend like that, is that really your friend? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think so. I'm only his friend because I benefit him. Well, I mean, if he's paying you back, I couldn't say that I wasn't a
1: friend. I'm just saying you ain't making the most of it. Well, I mean, like I said, I just want to stop it because, like, yo, know, it's like, you come to me. It's like, I, my thing is, as a man, if you need assistance with money, it's because, okay, everybody has hard times and everybody slips up. But for him to do it as often as he do it, it's like, okay, this is – you're just bad with bread. You're just bad with money. Well,
2: let me just ask you this. Do he have any outside responsibilities you don't know about? Yeah. Like, do he pay child support? He has two kids.
1: So he pays child support? No, He's with the mother. They They all live together. Okay. So – but he bought a brand new Audi. I don't know why. <laughs> well, unfortunately, a
2: lot of people like to live outside of their means. Yep. Like right now, I'm in the, I'm in the market for getting a vehicle, right? hmm Could I afford a brand new car? Hell yeah. But it might put me in a position I don't want to be in. Well, this car was brand new. Nah, see, I'm not seeing. Then there's certain vehicles that I'm not going after because, all right, um, you know what a Bugatti is, right? Yeah, I don't. All right, how much do you think that car costs? Bugatti, maybe 250k. What is it more like a milli fam? I,
1: I don't know, I, I don't look at the electric cars like that. All
2: right, so let's say you get a Bugatti. And I get uh F 150 truck. Ooh, F 150. Okay. Both of them cars, both of those vehicles are going to get me from point A to point B, right? Yeah. But when a Nissan Altima do the same thing? Of course. Okay. So we got those three vehicles in mind, right? Mm hmm. What you think of oil change on an Altima might run somebody? An Altima? Maybe, what, $90, $200? Yeah, it's less than that. You get it for about $40, $50. Okay. What about for that F-150?
1: So maybe $10,000. <laughs> for oil change? I know, for, I know you said for a Bugatti, it was like twenty five dollars before, right? No, I said, how much is the oil change
2: on the F-150? Well, maybe $1,500. For oil
1: change? I guess, I'm not too sure. God damn, man. Oh, uh are we going? Okay, I guess we're going lower,
2: right? All right, all right. Nissan Altima, right about now, retails between twenty-five and thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. Ford F one hundred and fifty, depending on which model you want, retails anywhere between forty-five to eighty thousand dollars. Okay. Bugatti ranges anywhere from seven hundred and fifty thousand up to two point two mil. Well, God damn, that's expensive car. Okay, now, there is nothing explicitly special about how the engine runs in a F-150 as opposed to an Ultimate. Okay. What makes it different is the vehicle is bigger and it uses more oil. So, the F-150 oil change... Depend on where you go, it could run you up to a buck fifty. Okay. That depends on the age of the truck, the type of oil you're using, type of engine you got, whatever. But now the Bugatti oil change is 25000 God damn. Because it's a specialized vehicle. Mm-hmm. It uses strictly high performance parts. So when you're getting an oil change, they're actually changing out other components as well. So that it doesn't use the regular, like, you're not going to find somebody in AutoZone trying to get an oil filter for a Bugatti. <laughs> but do. I can get the oil filter for the F-150 and the Ultimate in AutoZone.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But see, that's the problem when you buy these luxury vehicles as well. They use specialized parts, specific things. So when you get those things changed out, normally you have to go back to the manufacturer which usually also services that vehicle.
1: Yeah, just like Tesla. Piece of shit cars. Whoa, people would disagree with you on the Teslas, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, people that like Jeeps will disagree as well, too, but the numbers, don't say different. I don't care how you feel about it personally. No, nah, Tesla, Tesla's just an iPhone on wheels, bro. Yo, know, Teslas have the worst quality control. They have the biggest problems on the road, but you don't hear about it because Elon Musk makes enough money to suppress that information. I see a lot so of
0: people
1: in New York, especially in Queens. Yeah. Even, the, even, uh, even the malls. I've seen the malls got the charging stations for Tesla. Right. Anybody that told
2: them, any one of their friends that told them that is a great vehicle, that ain't your friend.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, would try, I would try Tesla at least once. They it say it's the fastest car on the road. What? Uh, I mean, at least Joe Rogan said one of that one time. Tesla's the fastest what on the road? Like it just goes like zero to like, I don't know. Is that the fastest car? Huh? Yeah, I've heard some of my say... That okay, let, let, let's,
2: let's let. see, you gotta understand the words people using. It's the fastest electric car on the road. Yeah. But it is clearly not the fastest car on the road. I have yet to see a Tesla beat a Shelby Mustang. What about a Viper GT? Tesla can't beat that either. Oh, I gotta see that. (laughs) Okay, let me ask you this. When's the last time you saw a race with a Tesla? I never did. So where are you getting your information from?
1: I'm just assuming. What happens when you assume? You make an ass of yourself. Dookie. Good thing I got toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, but yeah. Okay. Nah,
2: that that makes sense. But But this uh, friend that borrows the money from you, you know, see, he's got a family. Right? That's but that's why I did it. He's young. It's my age. Right. He's young. Mm-hmm. Raising a family at that age. Ain't easy,
1: bro. Yeah, the yeah, average
2: yeah. child to mm-hmm. raise a child from birth to 18. How much does that cost?
1: <sighs> Can we imagine? I have no kids. I know it's a lot.
2: One hundred and twenty five thousand on the low end over their lifetime. So that's that's two fifty with two kids. Now, if you want to get a suburban kid,
0: quarter mil. Well, oh, goddamn! damn. Remember, children don't work, but you got to provide for them. So when you go shopping and
2: you see that one pack of chicken cutlets, that's enough for you, right? Yeah. You got a wife and two kids. You're buying two cutlets and you're making them two packs and you're making both of them that night. I was
1: going to break them in half.
2: <laughs> I'm sure. Even if you did, you're still sharing. Then you got to put food on those kids' backs. Children require specialized foods, meaning formula, baby food,
1: yeah, they juices. Food, yeah, they food taste delicious, by the way.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> mm. But this friend that's borrowing it, it's not because he's trying to um floss. At least I don't think so. Him I buying the Audi, I don't know if that's the best move, but he's got a family, they need transportation to move around. Mm, and they live in Connecticut. Well, they in an apartment or a house? House. Okay, well, he's got leverage as, as far as buying that out, especially if he wife. owns the house. It's not his house. Okay, well, renting a house is a lot easier than, is like way better than
1: renting an apartment. Staying with family in the house. <laughs> huh? He stays with family in the house. That's not his house.
0: Okay. When nice said, not a bad dude, good dude you know, so I just felt like for me, I just felt like, look, man, if you need help
1: my my thing is if you if he if I asked as much as he did with anybody else, then I could see why people got that rule, you know, I don't have no money, I get it, I get why the rule is like that. I'm saying it's somebody like me who don't ask for help at all and if I if I ask for help then you know I really need it so I figured there would be an exception but I guess not
0: oh <sighs> see that's because that's see that's
2: because people want to think they're special uh, yeah. if I don't never borrow money from you or ever asked you for money, does that mean that if I ask you for money now, I should be entitled to it? Not at all. Yeah. Now, if it ain't a life now, when you say life or death situation, what you mean?
1: Well, I well like like I said, I need to help pay my rent. I was you know, I'm never laying my rent. And even when I needed the money for this rent, I wasn't late then either. I um the story is the reason why I don't have my my uh, current resident license no more, because I sold my pistol back down south to pay my rent. So when I got a copy of that receipt, and I came back to New York, I had to return my license with the kind of receipt showing that I sold it,
0: which is mm-hmm. why I don't have my premise license no more. <laughs> okay. So you know, I'm not
1: blaming him. Like, oh, if you would have gave me money, I would have kept my, my license. But just like, it would have been nice to know, like, yo.
2: Yeah, but see, the thing is, in this country that we live in, mm-hmm. even though it's a first world <laughs> alleged nation, it's still every man for himself. You're right. You know, and, and the thing is, most people don't want to do the things that, that, that it's going to take to become financially responsible on their own. Too many people out here worrying about the proverbial Joneses and what they're doing and mm. trying to keep up with them. I'm not. Yeah, but see it takes everybody a little bit of time to realize that? Like, see me? And I said this once a long time ago. If you live in an apartment with a roommate, take the bus or train to
1: work. Why the hell you got a $1,000 iPhone? No, oh, they're not really giving much of a choice now. What you mean? There's always a choice. You no, know I mean, like, unless you're going to Boost Mobile or a Metro piece of shit, <laughs> then you don't got to buy dollars on a Galaxy phone or an iPhone. Or if you go to a major but, retailers, they don't sell... You what's the components. purpose of a cell phone? Communicate. So if the phone
2: makes and receives phone calls, what model does it matter it is?
1: Well, it's also a status thing also.
2: Well, see, that's what you you just um, stated what it is. It's not about having this particular phone. It's about the status that it says about me. It says that I'm not broke, that I'm not struggling, that I'm financially sad when I honestly think 70% of the time, these people that have these iPhones or these overly priced phones, mm-hmm. you're just trying to look like you ain't broke. Well, I'm not
1: broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I shake your head at me, man. <laughs> see, my
2: thing, see, my thing is, and, and this is something I went through with my friends in high school. hmm The first pair of running sneakers I ever had, I got out of this place called Caldor's. Mm-hmm. My mom's bought them. I didn't have no choice. I wanted the Nikes. I wanted the Adidas running shoe, but she was like, no, nah, I can't afford that, but I can get you these shoes that pretty much do the same thing for running. Okay. So I get my running shoes and within a couple of weeks, you know, the shit started talking, right? I can imagine. But I'm still using them, right? hmm So what do you think my friends were saying to me? Oh, that you can't afford real sneakers, you're poor,
1: etc. But you know what the irony of that was? They had the the name brand things where they couldn't run. Yep. You got on a brand new pair of Nikes. I got on
2: these fifteen ninety nine shoes out of Caldors and I'm still the fastest sprinter on the team. And they were fifteen ninety nine. Probably, I don't know.
1: No, I say that those are the
2: cheapest things I ever heard. <laughs> well, we talking about back in nineteen ninety. Well, damn! I was a year old. So just figure. Did it matter what kind of sneakers I had on my feet or the ability that I brought to those sneakers? No, the ability, of course. So does it matter what kind of phone you got or what you bring to that
1: phone? Well, it depends on the individual because people actually buy these type of phones for the features. What features? Well, you know, because with a basic phone, you can't really go on social media like that. You know, and plus the... But if
2: you broke... What business you got being on social media? Well, that's how you know people put emotion first over logic. Unless you're trying to make a business off of social media. No,
1: have you have you seen TikTok? I mean, yeah, have I watch you, it all the time. Or have you seen social media? Women don't do nothing productive on social media. <laughs> Say what? I said women don't even do nothing productive on social media. Some do. Some give good advice. I'm talking about the majority, though. Majority's majority is just shaking my butt or whatever. Well, obviously, if that's what you're looking at, that's what the algorithm is going to keep sending.
2: Oh, hey,
1: don't make it a mean thing now.
2: (laughs) No, I'm saying, see, people think this algorithm is a steady thing. You can change the algorithm by what you watch, what you comment on, what you share. It's that easy.
0: True. I mean, I watch mostly comedy. What you mean, eggs? No,
2: I mean, eggs. <laughs> no, I can't stand them eggs. <laughs> smell like ass. They do.
1: More breadstick? <laughs> breadstick? I'm messing with you. <laughs> that
2: shit ain't nothing but toes divided into fours. So delicious. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Do you think that because somebody's your friend, they're entitled to your money? Of course not. Okay.
1: But I think there's boundaries. and I think there's levels to things.
2: Okay. So should your friend be able to sleep with your girlfriend? I don't know. What about your wife? No, why not? He yeah, hey, your friend life. they got your back, right? They are willing to give you money. I don't mean shit. Nothing that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Alright, so can your friend use your clothes? Uh, if I'm
1: not wearing them, or if I
2: rock no, them, with, nope, I ain't doing that either. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, if I let
1: you wear my clothes, you you keep my clothes. I don't want them back. <laughs> I look at it. No, but no, nah, but like I said, that's, you, you're naming the extremes. Though I'm talking about just things based off a of principle.
2: All right, so you got your own place, right? Yeah. Would your friend be able to come there and spend six months there without paying you anything?
1: How yeah, the fuck no? Why not? Because him staying there is actually increasing uh, my debt on you. But to- you don't have to pay for utilities. No, but he he is inconvenient to me by my either my privacy or some some other type of way, by him being there. So he so in some way, it's still inconvenient. So what you're paying for is the inconvenience.
0: Okay.
2: So, somebody you think is a good friend. What traits do you think are included in that?
1: I'd say based, based on the good times, based on connection, uh, relatability. Um. So yeah, y'all yeah, going on the same same path, or at least similar paths.
0: You
1: know, uh. I guess maybe just having it back on certain things, especially if it comes to uh, situational, giving advice. You know, things, things of that nature.
2: Okay, so would you be friends with somebody that ain't got a job? No. Why not? He on the same path you want, he just a lot farther behind
1: you. Well... Not having a job and not looking for one is two different things. Okay,
2: so you got a job and your friend sells drugs. Okay. Could you you still be his friend? Yeah, he just can't stay in my house. Well, when you got somebody that you would say is a friend, there's some level of socializing, right? Yeah. So when you're hanging out with this drug deal?
1: I guess to hang out for, like, social events. But then hanging out with him also causes um, you being be looked at as the same way. Good or, good or bad, whoever you hang out with, you're being associated with it. You hang out with All right. they don't think you're a nerd example. Like,
2: All right, so you have heard you say before you got you've had friends at work, right? hmm How much of your personal life do you think a friend at work should really know? None. Why is that?
1: Because your news will spread like a mother.
2: Okay, so what about the friend around your way?
1: Not saying that I can't happen, too, but it depends on longevity. I how, if I grew up together, things like that nature.
2: Well, you would think longevity would make that more palatable, but sometimes you got to recognize people for who they are. Selfish. Right. So <laughs> I had a, uh, a dude I considered a friend once and when I lived up in New York, he used to come through and crash from time to time. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I only got one bedroom. But I ain't really mine because all I'm paying for is rent. And I'm working the- during the day, so I'm really not seeing him like that. Mm-hmm. So at one point in time, I-, I tried to go into business with this individual, and I really think they ruined shit. What they said they was going to hold down. They didn't hold down at all. All right. So I moved down to where I'm at now. I purchase a home. I get back in touch with him. And he decides he's going to come down here to live. Mind you, it wasn't really an invite given. And I was very reluctant because how things went in the past. But he had, I'm not going to say he had a sob story, but he had some life events take place. Dude was in a coma for a hot minute. Well damn. I had damn. to learn how to walk all over again. Wow. Okay. So, again, I put my standard out there to him. All right, well, if you're going to be here, I need $400 a month that $400 includes, you get your own room. You got your own bathroom. You got a whole big kitchen, two living rooms, and a dining room you can use. I got a front porch. I got a back porch. You can sit back and chill. Okay. When I knew, I knew when I picked them up, it was already looking bad. Because when I picked them up, First thing I should have asked him was, you got my $400. So that first month, you think I got the four? Nope. You think I got the four the second month? Nope. I didn't get money till the third month. So at one point in time, he literally disappeared for a whole month. But guess what? His stuff was still here. So when he came back, I was like, yo, what are you doing here? And he was like, what you mean? I live here. I was like, no, nah, you don't live here, B. You was a guest, but you never put no money down like I asked you to. So what it basically came down to is I told him, yo, look, you're here now. I don't know a part of what I was explaining you didn't want to understand, but this is what's going to happen. If you got my $400 right now, I'm going to forget whatever else you own. I'm going to take this four. And at the end of this month, you out. No ifs, no ands, no buts. He gave me the four. At the end of the month, he was gone. Now, that's what I would consider a friend that took advantage of something. Because just because we boys don't mean I'm going to hold you down. Like, I'm, not, I'm, not help, I'm not taking care of a grown-ass man that's capable yeah. of working. Now, I think anybody that offered you $400 a month in rent, that's more than reasonable. I'm giving you, and and I ain't talking $400 and you sleeping on the couch. Thanks. You got $400. You got your own room. I had an air mattress at the time. I did have another bed in here, but I'm not letting you use that room. You're right across from me. Go chill in the room with the air mattress. Go get you a job. You ain't got no car yet, but there's jobs within walking distance of here. $400 a month with a job that will pay you, say, $1,200 for the month? Mm -hmm. Three months, you should have a ride. At least. And if you ain't got a ride, you at least have a, a bike. But ever since the day that he's left out, you think I got a phone call? You think I gotta hey yo be good looking? It was my bad. You know, I wish I hadn't did it like that. Nah. Because some people use that word friend as a weapon. You my friend because you got something I could use. You my friend because you got something I want. You my friend because you got more money than I got, and you seem to be open with giving me that money without any penalty. Or wanting it
0: back, see, and I was never like that with anybody because my name is like, even, even,
1: uh, even you. I you know anytime you need something, bro, I had you back, and I didn't even think about it. Ain't, if I, like I said, if I call you a friend and you need something, and I know this ain't the regular for you, I got your back. But if you're doing this on a the regular, then now I feel like you're using it. That's that's how I see it. Yeah. But that's why, but to me, that's a friend. And if I can't get the same courtesy back, I'm like, yo, then have I just been lying on myself this whole time? Well, see,
2: again, if if this person, if if you came to me and was like, yo, we could be friends, and I'd be like, Yeah, we could be friends, but I don't let money out. That's something for you to decide. That doesn't mean that. You have an emergency and now you need some ends. I should be there to help you out. Nah. If I say I don't lend out money, I don't lend out money. And a lot of times when somebody's telling you they can't lend out money,
1: did you ever think about why? I mean, I'm pretty sure to some degree they they got fucked over before. They friended paying back. It's always something along those lines. Well, how about this? I got a girl,
2: or what it should be. I got a wife and two kids. How much money do you think I can really lent, um break um split off with?
1: Not that much, or barely none. Would that be fair to
2: him? Even if you got an emergency, him lending you money is taking food
0: out of his kids' mouth. True. Yeah, so, yeah, uh,
1: he he's he, he looking at it from his standpoint. So, no, you, you make a good point. So, I don't think it's necessarily he's just, like, a dickhead. Like,
2: I ain't fucking, he ain't, I ain't giving out no money. I'm not really in a position to loan money. My shit tight as it is. I got two kids. You know how much two kids eat? You know how greedy them little shits are? Personally, You just no. fed them food. You just gave them dinner. This is real. You just gave them dinner. Now you're going to sit down and eat your food. They're going to come over and put their hands in your plate. (laughs) Yeah. Little kids require snacks. Fruit gummy snacks, potato chips, fruit, fresh veggies, carrots. These little shits always eat. (laughs) I can tell you talk from experience. (laughs) Yes. Constantly eat, 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 eat. And the worst part of it, everything you buy them until they become adults has to be repurchased over and over and over and over again. (laughs) Most parents can't wait for that baby to get out of Pampers. You know why? Because it's a whole lot easier and cheaper to watch their little dookie drawers than to keep buying Pampers. Yeah. And mind you, you got Pampers from newborn till about two years old. And that's a size that constantly changes. Mm. Every parent out here has had that child where they bought the big box of Pampers, the big bag of Pampers. They bought those Pampers in January. Come March, they got about twenty Pampers left, but the child is bigger now and those Pampers don't fit. You know what's gonna happen? Uh. That baby gonna have on some tight ass Pampers till them twenty Pampers is gone. <laughs>
1: I believe you.
2: <laughs> so, people that have children tend to have friends, and I'm not gonna say they have those friends because they're gonna use them, but sometimes those friends are a necessity because raising children are expensive. You might need those friends around as support systems for those times when you don't have it, not because you out hitting the club or you buying the latest Gucci fashion, or you got on the the dopest red bottoms, you might need those friends as a support system just to survive.
0: So if your friend with the kids came to you and said, hey, yo, could I borrow some bread?
2: It might be more feasible for you to give him money than for him to give you money.
1: Excellent.
2: And you know how I feel about lending money. If I lend you money, I don't expect it back. I would hope to get it back. Mm -hmm. But I would have to be a fool and lend you money that I rely on and give it to you. That there's no guarantee
0: of getting it back. Now I'm in a position. That's true.
2: And once I realized that, and once I came to that conclusion, oh, it made life a whole lot easier with money. Got ex girlfriend. You wanted these? I oh, hear. Yeah. I get it. I ain't worrying about it. No, I ain't worrying about you paying me back. I know she said she would. Remember, girl told me that. <laughs> but you know what I said to them? Uh... My, this is a girlfriend. After. I think a month went by. I went to her and told her, hey, you know what? Don't worry about that. You know why? Because mm. I wanted to let go of the stress of worrying about if she's going to give me my money back. So I just let it go. Yeah, you can have that. I ain't worrying about it.
1: That's crazy. But point taken. Anything else to add? Nope. Nope.
2: Not at this time, young man. Not at this time. Mm -mm.
1: All right. No, but the more of this conversation, man. Your only pockets is uh, Benjamin Franklin, not Washington.
2: (laughs) Yeah, child molesters and slave owners.
1: God damn,
2: man. I just went left. (laughs) That's what you got in your pocket, people. Child
1: molesters and slave owners. I don't even want to know which one was the child molester? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, nah. Jefferson, Jefferson. like blacks. Yeah, Jefferson, he like blacks, but I, don't, I, I just don't want. To. <laughs> I well, so
0: don't you know. also got
2: to realize what we consider standards today may not have been the same standards then.
1: That I can agree with. So there was a
2: time when the minute a woman had her period,
0: she was considered um, mm-hmm. ready for marriage. Yeah, especially most cultures. Yeah. We've changed that. Uh, when she starts her menstrual cycle, she's considered a woman. Facts. So so when's he considered a man?
1: Uh, I guess either when puberty hits or so when he turns 18, I guess. That first wet dream. Yep. But We all had them. We all woke up
2: with sticky drawers.
1: And I'm pretty sure we were all under the age of 18.
2: (sighs) What age does a man have his first wet dream, bro? I don't know. Yeah, you don't. You just don't want to (laughs) remember. Fuck out of here. I clearly remember my shit.
1: I I don't know the date. (laughs)
2: I clearly remember. I was at a sleepaway camp. Uh, and I woke up one morning and was like, what the fuck? My, why is my shit so sticky? And the bed's wet. What the fuck? So I'm you know, I'm, I'm under the covers. I'm, I'm like, I smell like pee. And when I pulled my underwear away from my skin, it was all sticky. I'm like,
0: what the fuck is that? First wet dream was a gusher. Wow.
2: But see, nobody told me what was going to happen, so I didn't know what the fuck it was So years later. But I do distinctly liking girls a whole lot more after that day.
1: <laughs> yep. Nah, I had an idea. Once I had a wedding, I was like, yeah, all these girls are pretty.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: Like You don't know why, but all of a sudden, it's like, that chick with the braces
2: look kind of hot when the sun spark catches them the metal pieces on her mouth. Yeah.
1: For some reason I want to be between her. Mm, yeah.
2: yeah. Nah, I was just I just wanted to hold the shit out of your hand. I don't know. Shit changes as you get older. Clearly. <laughs> so when when it comes out of fronts, what you want to leave the people with?
1: Well, take people in their actions, Take people in uh, and their word as they say, and take their actions to moderation. That's all we can do.
2: Well, I'm going to say, don't take friends on face value. You know, friends are like seasons. They come and go. You know, sometimes when that friend goes, it's not always a bad thing.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
2: think a friend should always have some type of interest in what's going on in your life, be it good or bad. I think they should have some Encouraging words, maybe not always the best advice, but maybe they should be able to give me something encouraging. This to, or maybe a different point of view to something. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't worrying about if my friends got money because I don't want their money. Very much. You no, know, if I meet any y'all, just know I'm broke. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> I'm broke. I ain't got no money for you. But, you know, you just got to be careful. Not everybody's not everybody that smiles on your face is really your friend. True. That's all I have to say about that. hmm
1: Well, that's the podcast thing,
2: guys.
1: It is. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about trucking. Yep. I feel like we talked about that already, but. Um, nah
2: If you can find one where we did Then cool
1: No I think you introduced yourself As a born trucker And then you told us what you did But we didn't actually go into trucking Yeah there's a lot of shit people should know I bet That's next week's episode guys
2: Like stop cutting us truckers off on the highway You nimrods
1: What you mean that truckers are considered bullies of the road How so I've heard that all my life. That wait, wait, was- you
2: said consider. You heard that all your life, right? That's bullshit because I mean. you also heard Santa Claus was real all your life, so you stopped listening to that bullshit.
1: When I started driving, even in driving schools, they even said that truck drivers are bullies of the road.
2: Oh, ironic, though. Okay, well, ironic that when, and when you consider accidents with four-wheelers and trucks, 68% of those accidents are initiated by
1: four-wheelers, but we're the bullies. Also, why is uh, why is truckers considered boys of the road then? We drive a big ass vehicle.
2: That's it, and we go slower than you can. All right. But ironically, the shit you want is in the back of my
1: truck. Yeah, this is gonna be a good episode next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right, party people. Stay blessed. Yeah, stay warm if you are in New York and hitting a snowstorm right now. Yeah, y'all getting hit with it. Y'all going through it. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. funny Hi, you All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.